What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast, where Black creators are faced with a dose of reality. I am your host, OBJ, and we're joined by a special guest. Won't you, you introduce yourself? I go by the name of um, Rob James. Um, uh, up and coming fashion designer, okay. and um, my clothing brand is called And the Super Clothing. Hey, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you already know. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you for being part of this, you know, episode. Gotcha. Uh, today's Black Pill topic is called uh, Make It Fashion. Gotcha. So just pretty much the things that's been trending around and mm-hmm. progressing with fashion. You know what I'm saying? So just to kind of like get more of your thoughts and you know mm-hmm. about how fashion has progressed over the time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. things you may have heard especially with your mm-hmm. brand and everything and you kind of like developing up with that okay. uh, but just to start off you know just general thoughts you know just keep it brief mm-hmm. uh what comes to mind when you think of about the progression of fashion in modern society um i feel that um the progression of fashion in modern society mm-hmm. is that um like I was speaking to one of my friends the other day and I was saying that um I kind of like as far as fashion, I kind of like the space that we're in in yeah. fashion because it's not back in the days it used to be you have to have like a specific outfit to be considered fly or mm-hmm. be considered um like swaggy, they say, you know. Yeah. So um the time that we're in now, everybody have their own style and yep. people are They'll look at their style and they'll be like, oh, like, that's dope. You know, like, they are like your style, you know. Everybody have their own individuality. And mm-hmm. that's what I like of what's going on in fashion right now. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, just curious, you know, for the viewers and listeners, what got mm-hmm. you started into fashion? Um, I always wanted to start, like, my own fashion brand from since I was in high school. Oh, okay. But um, I didn't know like what direction I wanted to take it. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to school upstate. I went to school upstate New York. It was called Nyack um Nyack College. Okay. And um I went there and just from being in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. like I had friends that was into fashion. Then I had like the people around me. It was black, white, Hispanic, Asian, like all different races. Yeah. So um that's how I came up with the idea and I want to do something different, you yeah. know, because a lot of black brands is it's one dimensional. So, mm. you know, me going to school, it like expand my brain. OK, OK. All right. So uh, let's get down to any soup, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Because, you know, I did my research, you know yeah, what I'm saying? No. <laughs> and you said basically... Uh, it's pretty much a combination of two words, which is anime and supply, yeah, right? Yeah, anime supply, yeah. All right, so, because I'm into anime. I mean, <laughs> you know, big, big anime supply, and, um, yeah, just to combine that. So, what, what, how did that idea or inspiration, you know, mm. start for you for Annie Soup to kind of put those two together? Um, well, it's like, it's, um, what Anna, what's, what the name is called, um, and the soup, but you know, people kind of mix oh, up the name. Yeah. And the soup, yeah, oh, the soup, okay. yeah. my fault, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, basically, I had, um, like the idea because I had a friend that was into fashion in college, and okay, okay, he, um, I told him I wanted to use the name, um, 
Anime Supply, which was the original name, but mm-hmm. he told me he was like, it's too long, you know, like you gotta like break it down and make it more simple, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, okay. So he pitched the idea to me, like he was like, you know, you should call it, you know, like Anasupe, but I didn't even know how to pronounce it at first. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to keep asking him, but then yeah. he was like, it's, you know, could um pronounce Anasupe. Mm. And he was like, you could put in Supe, in Supe clothing or in Supe NYC or mm. whichever one. So I took in Supe clothing okay. and I okay. took it and ran with it. And um, that's basically how I got the name yeah. and everything else basically kind of fold in line afterwards. Okay. And I build upon it. All right. So because like you know, this is a unique kind of like font and colors yeah. and schemes that goes like what, what, mm. how, how that came about as well. Um, as far as the creation of like putting any supe together mm-hmm. like that, um, how it came about was um, cause I like colors. Like growing up, I always like you know vibrant colors. Yeah, and I can see, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always like vibrant colors. So yeah. um, is I kind of incorporate like the vibrant colors that I always like using, yeah. and also um. Like the the meaning of the brand behind it, like mm. it's a brand that revolves around art, music, and culture. Oh, okay. And um, basically, it's um multicultural. Also, that's why you know you see like the models and everything. It's like it's mm. not one specific um race. You have yeah. black, white, Hispanic, um, Asians. You know, so I kind of incorporate like the things that I like doing mm-hmm. into my. I consider I don't really consider it a brand. I consider it like, you know, art, like an art project. Mm, so okay. you know, um I put all of those things into like my art and it shows, you know. Yeah, that's that's dope, you know. Cause and then I guess that's what makes it more meaningful to you, just yeah. having that variation, not being mm-hmm. so one dimensional. Exactly. And that, that makes it more expressive in the art form and then rather be it constrained into the kind of like brand feeling yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. So I I get that and stuff. So that's dope. That's yeah. dope. And so Next thing I have in mind is like, were there any like trends or person that helped you inspire with that, that idea? Because I know you mentioned um, you had the other friend that kind of helped yeah. you mold it together, but there was any other things that kind of helped you as you progress with the whole uh, mm-hmm. art form of any Supe? Yeah. Um. Well, like before I like launched my brand, I had um. I basically like I'm a student of the game, so yeah. Like I study like fashion, like all around you know mm. like from up and coming to like high end i study like the all around fashion yeah, yeah, yeah but um people like you know chris brown mm. like um nigo who created bait yeah. you know um basically like dapper dan mm-hmm. uh it's another fashion designer named kirby raymond okay um you have kanye pharrell mm. you know like those are like people that like i really pay attention to on a daily basics and but who made me take the the, the anime route mm-hmm. was um i can probably say it was nigo and chris brown okay okay yeah, yeah. i i seen that from especially the art style and everything like they really yeah. kind of expressive on that so mm-hmm. that's that's pretty dope that you kind of like combine that and kind of draw inspiration from that yeah. as well and um so the, the other thing the other parts of that question so what came to mind in terms of like like, who will come to mind in terms of like raw support? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like to keep you motivated, to keep mm-hmm. the brand, no, the, the art form kind of pushing. Um, um, I'll say basically um, as far as like support on yeah. 
to like keep me going, I'll say like my inner circle. Okay. Like my inner circle, like I don't have like a a team yeah, that yeah. I have for the brand yet, but yeah. I go to like my inner circle for like that support and I show them like artwork that, you know, mm-hmm. like I have created. Yeah. And I show them like what you think about it, you know, get the second feedback. Mm-hmm. And they basically tell me like you know some of them say like oh it's not really for me but you know yeah. if that's what you like that's what you like but mm-hmm. you know and then i show them different pieces and then you know they tell me different things they don't agree with everything i do you yeah, know yeah. so that's like the most important like i don't want a yes man you know yeah so, yeah that's yeah. dope yeah it's, it's, it's always good to kind of keep that like you know there's nothing wrong with having like a second thought or second exactly. opinion and mm-hmm. then for people to be like you know because everybody has their own style everybody yeah. has their own outlook of what they deem as fashionable or what they exactly. feel like they feel comfortable with mm-hmm. so just to kind of get that it's just like you know it makes probably make it a little bit reassuring to say okay like i got that one point but now i can like navigate in my own but yeah, while exactly. taking in that feedback as well and exactly. stuff so that's mm-hmm. pretty dope uh next thing i want to is like how is your relationship with customers and clients as terms of like support criticism that you probably may mm-hmm. have faced and feedback while receiving your you know the clothing uh, mm-hmm. brand um i try to stay professional you yeah. know like i try to stay professional even though i've been there have been times where a customer probably haven't been satisfied as far as like um I think like shipping or something like that, okay. and it wasn't it wasn't on my end, but you know yeah. sometimes you know, sometimes like, the carriers, just, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it means, man. I know yeah. what you mean, man. So it was like out of my hands, but you know I try to be um, understanding and you know like basically like be professional with them. Like it's okay, like you know like I refund the money or yeah. if you need something else like another. Um, send I'll send you another piece or mm-hmm. you know things like that you yeah. know so that way it kind of wouldn't make a bad name on my business yeah you know? yeah because you so, know sometimes people will be a little yeah. biased on their little reviews exactly like, oh, yeah. he did it this, this. And I'm just like it had nothing to do with you yeah, it just has exactly. something to do with something else and stuff. Yeah. so but you know that's good as long you know as far as like you know customers clients so hopefully mm-hmm. you know you kind of build with that or whatever because yeah. you know you're going to face those times where you, that's true. You, you get you know that that one customer like yo he's just yeah, like but well, you got to keep it for professional you know yeah. what I'm saying because it's about business first you know That's what i'm true. saying so you, know, you pretty much heard this term like the future is fashion you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so uh because I, I want you to kind of get more into like the the, the logo change because i, I remember mm-hmm. initially it uh, was the other one yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and then you transitioned to, uh, to to the new one that you have yeah. now so mm-hmm. uh talk to us a little bit more how what what made you decide on that transition you know mm-hmm. from going from that previous logos that you had to the one that you have now um basically like uh like what the reason for the transition, mm-hmm. it was basically um I had the original logo, it basically built the foundation of what I have now, yeah. but the new logo is it's like an evolution of what's to come, you know? Mm, so okay. um and also like I I'm basically sat I sat down and I thought to myself, I was like, okay, my brand is anime, you know, inspired. So, but it's like my logo artwork is, it's too realistic, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So it was too realistic. And, um, I was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta make some type of adjustment. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I spoke to like my artists and, um, I was like, I think it might be time for a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
uh, we went back and forth with like ideas and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, like I want to do something like this. Like yeah. I want it to be more black. That is like it. It basically um, expresses me, but yeah. at the same time, kind of incorporate like the Japanese and like the, well, the cultural anime sense. culture. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay. that was like the reason for like the the switch, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, because when we went to the switch, I was like, yo, he got yeah, that fire, yeah, man. I was just like, <laughs> it, but it, it made sense. It fit the yeah. aesthetic of like fitting exactly. the, the brand and the art form together, mm-hmm. and just kind of like put that as more of that representation. Yeah. So what was like what what was it like? You know, um, getting any. Uh, other people's thoughts on like the, the logo change. What was the thing um, that people were saying about it? A lot of people agreed with it, yeah. you know, because it looks somebody more like them. So mm-hmm. they was like, okay, like There's it's some a black relatability person. To yeah. It. yeah. So it was okay. like, you know, it's a black person, you know. But in the beginning, when I started it, I didn't want it to be strictly just black, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't want just that crowd. Like I wanted a universal crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because my goal was not to stay local. It was to go global. Yeah, you yeah. know, so at first I started with the original one, but changing it, you know, like people's like, wow, like, I like this. It's different. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's dope. You know <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. It was fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's, it's different and it looks more like a female, you know, like yeah. the first one was a female, but people used to think it was a guy, you know? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't get that feeling from it. I thought it was a female too, but oh, it was wow. just like, it, like, it, like you said, it had more of like the realistic street kind of vibe exactly. more than the, the compared to the, the one that you have now, that's more yeah. the anime relatable vibe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like people agreed with the, the change, you know, mm-hmm. people even asked me like, when am I going to put out the new logo, you know, on a, on clothing? Oh, okay. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to put that out yet yeah. because that's <laughs> yeah. like, that's basically, you know something like if i release it i want to make sure it's done the right way you yeah, know? yeah so because so, i see like right now you have any soup like just yeah, the, the name itself mm-hmm. so i think that people could like there's no really face attached to it yeah so people could it could be more of a general sense of uh, people exactly. buying it and then there's the other one that you know yeah. that people could relate to in that exactly. sense yeah. but you know that that's dope that's dope because yeah, yeah I, me personally I, I, I like it you know <laughs> yeah. i like it but um mm-hmm. all right so the next thing i want to because like Pretty much like you going working into the digital space because you have a mm-hmm. website, you know, things that yeah. uh, you're trying to progress into that kind of space. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has it been like trying to transition into the digital space as far as like marketing mm-hmm. your work? You know what I'm saying? Trying to get more reaches, more engagement as mm-hmm. far as like, you, you know, your art form and trying to get your message out there as far as like the mm-hmm. cultural unity of it. Okay. um, Like building like the, as far as like the marketing and the um, website and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough, you know, because it's tough, but at the same time, it's fun. Yeah. Because you know, I have um, I basically do everything myself, you know. So oh, okay. I've created, yeah, I know. <laughs> I created my website mm-hmm. myself. I worked on it for like, I think a year and a half before yeah. releasing it, and I made almost from top to bottom. Not almost from top to bottom. I did the whole website by myself. So yeah. it. And to see where it started from, to see where it is now, like, I'm proud of myself because yeah, I never even be. knew about, you know, website building. Like, that's something I just taught myself, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was, um. but the only thing about it that's kind of a headache is because 
I have to um consistently update it. You yeah. know, like I can't keep it the same because people's gonna get tired of seeing the same yeah same look. You know, so when the new shit, yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, I basically have to continuously like update it and mm-hmm. everything. So that's like kind of like the headache because I still have the other things to take care of. Yeah, but um, like social media as well. Yeah, social media is it's very like you have to be extremely consistent with it, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to construct it a certain way so that, you know, people stay on engaged in what you're doing, yep. Yep. you know, so it's, it's a lot of work, you know, but my goal is to, you know, build the right team around me so yep. that where I could take, um, weight off my shoulders mm-hmm. and I could just sit back and just take care of the clothes and everything. Yeah. And everybody else just do their part, you know, and that's yeah. that's my goal moving forward. Yeah, that, that's good. Kid. And also, like, you know, be careful, like, just to protect yourself, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, make sure everything is, is secure. You know, you got mm. the paperwork. Yeah, right the contracts, like yeah. Yeah, the contracts. Oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, because you don't want everybody coming in and taking the rights. Yeah. And like, yo, where did this come from? <laughs> and you, know, you make sure you get your you, you get your money right, too, you know yeah, what I'm exactly, saying? exactly, yeah. But, um, no, that's dope. And then also the, the, the other aspect of the support is, like, you got a lot of celebrity support from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm. how, how was that like for you? What was your, your feeling and experience going through that? Mm. And whether you was reaching out to them or they reached reached out to you you know how did how did that came about um as far as like the celebrity support um a lot of it had to do with my manager okay shout out to your manager yeah (laughs) (laughs) shout out my manager xavier porter hey um he had a lot to do with that because he basically um well he's my pr manager he basically put me in the right um the right position you know mm-hmm. like to basically excel yeah. and he puts me around the right people that we can network and you know build yeah and um a lot of it also have to do with you know me doing my own work and just you know reaching out to certain people yeah. if i get turned down i get turned down if yeah, i man. if i do i do you know so it's basically like a closed mouth don't get fed kind of thing mm. you know so basically just networking and connecting with the right people that's how that came about hey that's dope that's dope because i seen somebody i was like oh you got this person (laughs) hey man this guy's doing his thing but yeah Yeah. that's important you know other than your pr is that you Mm got to do the work yourself and then reach out you know when it comes to either uh instagram social media emails whatever you have to do you know Mm -hmm. you just got you just gotta get it done and like you said Mm -hmm. you know i think failures are just having missing no mark is part of the process you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but you have to keep keep at it because you'll never know who might reach back to you you know what i'm saying but that's dope that you have you know celebrity support because when i I looked in i'm like oh you got that too you know what i'm saying (laughs) but the other dope thing about it too is that you know you got the kids involved you know what i'm saying hey you know any stupid for the kids you know what i'm saying so uh, what what was the 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 mindset the decision making of, of making it more accessible for kids to wear. Um, um, I'll say like my goal for that was I've been had the idea, but yeah, I just waited on the right time to release it. Mm. You know, so um, like uh, I was just like, okay, I see a lot of kids' clothing. Like you know, you have like children's place, or you have um. Like these other places, you know, yeah. like that sell kids' clothes. Yeah. But I was like, a lot of those clothes is cheesy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They just have it in some cheap local yeah, stores exactly. or whatever, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. So I was like, a lot of those clothes are cheesy, and I was like, I feel that kids have the right to be fly too. You know, yeah. like they have the right to have style like we have style. You yeah. know, like I feel that they shouldn't be excluded from what we have. You mm-hmm. know, so that was like my whole reason behind um creating the kids collection and. Um, all in one, my whole reason was to basically make like the brand like a one stop shop. Like you have oh, clothes okay. for the um because a lot of people like to put they like to put um brands as far as like what's your demographic, like oh okay. you have yeah. the, the kids or you have it for, you know, like the adults. Yeah. But I was like, my brand is different. Mm. It's for everybody, you yeah. know, like but you have to have a specific style or a specific um way you do things or just you just have to be different like you that's the only way you're gonna like really understand is if you're different you know and i was like you know i want to have kids clothing but i wanted to know i had to do my research and everything and make it the right way to release it you know so that way it's more appealing to kids Mm -hmm. but it's still fashionable okay and yeah and that's why it was like i released it now I have it's crazy. I have the video, you know, commercial coming soon for oh, that. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, stay tuned, stay yeah. tuned for that. And then, uh, so did, did you get any kind of like responses, maybe from like you know getting how the getting the kids involved, and maybe from the parents, you know, um, what was their thought process behind that as well? Um, well, I basically because I know a lot of um, I know a lot of people who have kids, so okay. I basically um pitched the idea to them, like, mm-hmm. okay, listen, like I'm creating a a kids collection yeah and i did like little teasers like i threw a little picture up like okay look this is how it's gonna look it's like the bait yeah (laughs) Yeah. so you know like a lot of people reached out to me and then i did the um the photo shoot Mm -hmm. and then people just went crazy they was like oh and then just it was my first time actually like working with kids and just to see how excited they was to just, you know, be in clothing or just be a part of something, you know, mm. like it was, it was a good thing. And like the parents, they were supportive of it, you know, yeah. like they was like, this is dope. Like, I like it. Like, this is something different. Not a lot of people do this, you know? Yeah. So that was just, you know, the support from like the parents was, it was amazing. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. That's dope because, like, you know, to, to get kids involved, like, you know, maybe even, even if I was to have, like, a fashion sense or to get mm. into clothing, maybe that would compute for me later. But mm. to, like, get that also the kids is also part yeah. of the future as well. That's true. Yeah. You know, because like you said, you bring up a good point. It's just like, mm. you know, they have style. They need something. Exactly. Instead of relying on mom or yeah, dad to, like, exactly. trust them up. Yeah. Like, no, you can't buy them. This, this, this. And it's then true. to make it more open for kids, I think it makes it more of a, a, a open range as far mm-hmm. as getting that culture involved because the kids are exactly. part of culture, too. That's true. You know? stars you know the, the way they think the, the, mm-hmm. the way that they could shape the future as well mm-hmm. so i think that was a, a great thing that you had like the kids involved so you know you got kids you got yeah, celebrities now you know yeah um, another thing that um basically like if you see like the kids collection yeah. it says on the back of the sweater mm-hmm. If you go to it, it says um, streetwear is our playground. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, that, so, that was, how did that came about? So um, Basically, like, because uh, my brand is streetwear. So, yeah. you know, um, it's how did that came about? I don't know. I was just thinking of different things, how to put 
how to incorporate, you know, like the fashion sense, mm-hmm. but make it playful at the same time. So yeah. I was like, you know, like streetwear, like, okay, playground kids. Yeah. Then it I just, just you know, it just, yeah, it just came together oh. and that's how it came together. And I have another on the back of the other um, piece. Mm-hmm. It says, um, mama, I don't want milk. I want fashion. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that part. <laughs> no. Wait, what you said, mama, I, I don't want milk. Yeah. I want fashion. Yeah, mama, I don't want milk. I want fashion. So <laughs> it's like, it's a, <laughs> so it sounds, yeah. <laughs> Huh? Wait, 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 explain that. Why, that, that. That just threw me off. I, I get, the, I get the, the the correlation of why yeah. you're saying milk. I was like, you know, what I'm saying that. Like, well, how so, did that? Um, no. So me and my um my artist, yeah, we was um basically like creating the pieces, mm-hmm. and I told him something totally different. <laughs> I told okay. him something totally different. I okay. forgot what I told him, and um. He came up with the idea. He was like, you know, I thought of something that was dope, but mm, funny, you yeah. know. So he was like, Mama, I don't want milk. I want fashion. So that's I was like, crazy. wow, that's crazy. I was like, I'm going to take that. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. take it and roll with it. Yeah. Know? So, so are, are you thinking about other, like, kind of, you know, because uh, you, you put on the back of the T-shirts, right? Yeah, it's on the back of the T-shirts. So, like, are you, are you going to uh, think of... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna think of more like phrases to kind of go along with that, um, and then for the kids part, and then also, did you also think about phrases that for the more the the, the teens and adults kind of um, thing as well? Yeah, that's um uh not as yet, but yeah. that's that's gonna come. You know, when I get in that like creative space and that like brainstorming mode, yeah, I just come up with crazy ideas at the top of my head. Yeah, and um also like my team is also supportive. Also like mm-hmm. they. Help me come up with, you know, creative ideas. Yeah. And I basically use, like, the things that I see in my everyday life, you know, yeah. like, I use that as inspiration to, like, create certain things. Okay, okay. That's dope. That's dope. All right, so I have, like, a challenge question for you. Gotcha. So what are some social and economic disparities or challenges that you face while establishing the brand you know Mm. especially in today's society where there's a lot of cultural tension Mm. you know i'm saying there's like a lot of animosity that's Mm -hmm. going on that's circling around our community especially Mm. the black community as well you know what are some challenges that you face that kind of like because you know you're all about bringing that kind of unity of different mm-hmm. races and different cultures together yeah. you know but with all the outside noise going on you know the, you know you, mm-hmm. you know yeah thing that's yeah, going that. down in the black community <laughs> you. you're like how did that was that more of like uh, uh a setback for you or did you have to challenge it on and trying to like change your mindset to kind of mm-hmm. bring that unity back together into our community um basically like for example like um like last year when we had the protesting and the riots and all the police brutality and everything that was going on, yeah. um, it kind of was a setback because a lot of people look at my brand like, okay, like you have this yeah. this Asian or this this and that, like then you had COVID going on, so yeah. they're like, you have all of this going on, like, but we're not trying to support that right now, like mm. you know, we we want to support whatever is just straight black, you know, yeah. and. It took, I took a big hit when COVID hit, you know, like yeah. I, I took an extreme hit and it kind of set me back. But the way my mind thinks is that um, I had to look at how I can adjust from it mm. instead of letting it stop me. You yeah. Know? So um, I was like, okay, I see what's going on. All right. It's, don't get me wrong. It's, it's challenging, you know, yeah. like to deal with it, but I still have a legacy that I have to build. So yeah. 
I have to figure out a way how can I still keep people in tune with what I'm doing without yeah. looking at it like, okay, I'm not supporting that. Yeah. And um I was like, okay, um I had to figure out what do I need to do to like um transition their minds to like, you know, stay on board with yeah. um my movement. Mm. And um I basically let things die down a little bit and yeah. then I was like, okay, I'm gonna create this piece or whatever and yeah. then boom, I reel them back in or I create that piece and then I reel them back in little yeah. by little and then got to the point where they now they're back, you know, like yeah. they're here, you know. So yeah. and, and that's dope because like, you know, uh, a lot of times when there's usually like a crisis or a big movement mm-hmm. like that that's happening, you know, a lot of people will use that uh, opportunity or uh, take advantage by profiting off of those crises exactly. or problems. Or uh, they'll, they'll wait for something like that to, to, to kind of mm-hmm. escalate and be like, okay, let me let me see how I'm going to find But for mm-hmm. you, uh, from, from, if, I, if I got this correctly, like you didn't look to like challenge that as a way to like uh, help you profit for yeah, your own exactly. business because it was pretty much its own leg of trying to like uh mm-hmm. unify the community and then try to build like you said build a legacy off mm-hmm. of that so you wait until you're trying to trickle down and yeah. then just kind of get your back your feet back up to it because a lot mm-hmm. of people when it comes to their business and brand you know they either either they they they, they blow up or they, mm-hmm. they took a big hit from it That's you know true. what i'm saying and then sometimes that that mindset to like to maneuver through that can be very challenging for somebody mm-hmm. to say like you know like what what what, what I have to do next you know yeah, what i'm saying like what's the, my next move so mm-hmm. for you to kind of keep your composure and like you can still see the problems that's going mm-hmm. on but you ain't let it be a detriment it's like a big ups because like not yeah, a lot of people exactly. could be in that kind of space or that mindset to be like damn like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like like what do i do you know what i'm saying yeah. so um was there any other uh supportive factors that helped you kind of uh maneuver through those kind of times when it came to BLM or the, the like, you know, other mm-hmm. crisis that's going on. Even like, you know, uh, just past recently, you know, they had the Asian hate crime as well. Yeah, that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Because that was more of like the, a, 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 a friction and mm-hmm. unity of like black people attacking uh, mm-hmm. uh, Asian the people, Asian, yeah. and but also black people supporting Asian people. Yeah, exactly. So what, what was your mindset going through then as far as like trying um, to transition <laughs> with the legacy and the movement mm-hmm. of uh, Annie Supe? Um, it was like, basically like I, I show, um, like as far as like culture wise, like I show basically like the things that like, or people that I feel like they should get more attention to. Like I did a piece where it was, um, a vitiligo piece. Mm. I did a piece that it was a girl that she had vitiligo skin and, um, a lot of people didn't really understand it. Yeah. But in the artwork, if you could really pay attention to it, like it says love it a lot. Oh no, it says love your artistry. Mm. Basically meaning like love yourself, you know? Mm. And a lot of people look at people with vitiligo skin, like, oh, like, you know, like, oh yeah. no, like that's you know. But it's it was to basically build like awareness behind it, you yeah. know, like and um I have a couple pieces that I'm working on that is cultural pieces and it's pieces that basically make a statement. Yeah. And um but I kinda waited to release certain pieces because I didn't want to do it when everybody else is doing it. Mm. So it was being your own lane with it. Exactly. Okay. So it's like, you know, I wanted to do my thing when everybody else is not making it. Like, for example, like you have um Black History Month. Yeah. 
you know, Black History Month is only February, but to me, Black History Month is every day. Yeah, yeah man. You know, I, I've been telling people the same <laughs> exactly, thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I have like you know pieces that you know that's pertaining to like Black History Month, but I'm not gonna drop it in Black History Month because yeah. that's what's expected. Yeah. You know, so um, it's just yeah, like just you know basically building awareness around certain things like. You know, my brand is already Asian-inspired, so yeah, yeah. I don't really need to basically build awareness around that because yeah. the brand is already, you know, it's already Asian-inspired. So I definitely, like, support what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends, like, they be talking like, oh, like, Yo, get out of here, Rob. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at your Asian people over there. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, like, I defend them, you know, like, I'm like, you know, like, nah, chill. That's, that's those my peoples, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, because how I look at it is like, even though, like, they're um, Asian or like they're another race or whatever, mm-hmm. my goal is to build a headquarters that's, it's not just faces just like me. Like you have mm. at the table, you have black, white, Hispanic, Asian, yeah. like a whole diverse community of people that's pitching ideas. Yeah. And I feel that that's, that's the way to evolution, you know, because mm-hmm. when you have just one specific group, yeah. you're not going to really get far because how am I going to know to um, – cater to the the black community or cater to like the white community or the the Asians or mm. I wouldn't know by me being me, you know, yeah. like I have to have that extra piece or the extra person that's there to tell me like, okay, you gotta do this or yeah. you gotta, you know, do something like this. So that's why my brand is so it's so different and people don't understand it because mm. It's not for everybody, you know, yeah. like I make clothing not just for black people. Like yeah. I make clothing that's for for white people, that's for for Asians, that's for, you know, Hispanics. Like yeah. I make clothes that's for different ethnicity group, you know. So yeah. that was basically like the whole thing. Okay, know? okay. And then okay, a few more questions came into mind as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as your relations with the the Asian community, you know, mm-hmm. what was like the some stories or experiences of um mm-hmm with them as far as your brand or, or your mm-hmm. art form mm-hmm. and and uh how did you take into that as far as like you know having black and asian mm-hmm. you know the current pretty much be the, the face of it but not yeah. make it be like such a a, a a like a box hole of yeah. like you know this is just it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um like um you basically said like um not making it one dimensional. Yeah, like as far as like because you know you you know your relationship with you know the Asian community or Asian mm-hmm. friends, you know yeah. what I'm saying what, what was their thought process of that you know of having that fusion of, of black and Asian but not mm-hmm. being so confined within that. Okay, you know because you're trying to you still like you said you're trying to branch out to you know white uh, Hispanics mm-hmm. you know all different types of races in this city. So what um, was that relationship like with that? They was. I mean, they're, um, well, I have an Asian model, um, and they basically like support what I do, you know, like Mm -hmm. they're not like, it's dope to them because, you know, it's Asian inspired, but at the same time, they respect me and they respect what I do because Mm. you can tell like the brand, it's, it's universal. Like, even though it has like the Japanese lettering and everything, like it's, it's a universal brand. Like it's not, um one specific group that it caters to. It, mm. it caters to different groups. Like, yeah. you know, 
different um cultures. It's different groups and different cultures. So okay, but they definitely um agreed with what I had to you know do as far as like the brand and everything and expanding. Okay, okay. Another thing that I had is like um uh. uh how is the marketplace for it? Because like you said, like um, one thing I'm thinking about is a profit as well. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be just only solely to the black community or even the Asian mm-hmm. community, you know, because you want to branch out and then you can make more uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> profits to expand more of that by reaching out to more people. Mm-hmm. So how is it like that from the market standpoint of it's like, you know, is it solely like United States or you're trying to branch out international mm-hmm. worldwide? You know, how has <laughs> that uh, been like for you as far as the goal is just like, you know, the outlet that you're trying to reach out to got you um well like um well i actually recently been networking with um models that's overseas mm, okay you know so i take networking like you know very seriously man, you know, man, so, it's powerful man yeah so um i was i was talking to like about i see three different models, mm-hmm. but I didn't even know where it was located at. Oh, okay. So I was like, you know, telling them, like, I would love for you to know, like, promote my brand or, like, you know, for us to work. Mm-hmm. So they was like, yeah, you know, that would be a great opportunity, but the only difference is I don't live in New York. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, where do you live? You know, like, so they was like, you know, I'm residing in, in Africa. Hey, I was like, wow, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigerian stand up. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, you know, um, I'm residing in Africa and I was like, wow, like, mm. this is it. Like, this this might be the start of something like big. Catalyst you know? or something. Yeah. yeah. So I reached out to them. Um, I sent a couple pieces to um one of them. Mm-hmm. They just they received it like probably a week or so ago, and he's from Nigeria also. And he was like, "Yeah," (laughs) he was like, "Basically, like I'm gonna have the whole of Nigeria like wanting to wear your stuff and like supporting it." So I was like, "That's love," you know. And I was like, "I would have never thought starting my brand that Mm. the first major place I would hit will be Africa, like you know." So. You know what it is, you know what I'm saying? You know what it is, you know what I'm saying? You know, so um but my goal is to um is to get to, you know, Africa, then um get to Tokyo, you know, get to to London, like the major international um, kind of international places that's like big on fashion, you know, like my goal is to like reach those places. Yeah, that's smart. And yeah, so that's basically, you know, like how like I try to like you know market or or try to market things to like those people. That's why I use different models. You know mm. like I'll have and another models that I'm also trying to get is um like you know models that have like a turban on their head or like oh, models okay. that because you don't see a lot of those things. You yeah, know? what the the hijabs? Yeah, things, I think that, I said that right. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know the exact you yeah, know yeah. word, but. Yeah, like models like those are like, you know, albino or mm. um, like basically like models that you don't really see people going after. Yeah. And, um, my goal for like as far as like fashion is is basically to surpass everybody, you know, yeah. like because, you know, like I look at the fashion world and it's it's like confined, like it's all mm. You have to be a certain look, or yeah. you have to have a certain physique, you know. Yeah. And it's like, 
I feel like it shouldn't be like that. You know, yeah. I feel like it should be more open to like cater to more people. Like, you know, like you have like the plus size, you know, women and me personally, I feel like they shouldn't even be defined as, you know, plus size, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> hey, it is what it hey, is. That's but, another story you know, for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, my goal is to basically have, um, a diverse group of models mm. and basically embrace like each and every one of their cultures mm. and incorporate me being a black person into the things that they have going on mm. and show like the cultural aspect of the brand. Okay. Okay. And then also the, another the thing that raised in my mind was that like, mm. you know, being a black owner and stuff, mm. like how was it like you to be in such a position to like of ownership and then to be mm. a founder or something. And then to kind of like, have to start traverse and then work mm. on different things because like even with me like owning this podcast or mm. anything when i had a, i had a team before of creators as well mm-hmm. it's just to gain that mindset of like leadership of yeah. gaining a mindset of knowing marketing going into mm-hmm. the digital space of yeah. searching different avenues and researching uh even when it comes to contracts mm-hmm. you know getting yourself protected what was it like in your mindset like being such an owner mm-hmm. and when did it really hit you that was just like yo like this yeah. is really my thing you know gotcha. what i'm saying mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, it it took a while to like actually hit me Mm -hmm. because it was something I I thought of for like years, but when it came to doing it, I just was like, okay, I got the money for it. It's not a lot of money, but I got the money for it. Let me test the waters. Let me, um, create a, when I first release my brand what i did was i um created a flyer okay. created a flyer of my sample piece that i made which was like a t-shirt i think it was a t-shirt mm-hmm. and i created a flyer and i was like this is gonna be the brand and this is the release date mm-hmm. so you know i did that and that kind of like built the hype yeah but you know people still didn't understand it because it was different mm-hmm. so i did that and um i was like okay I don't know what I got to do next, but I had to do my research and me doing my research. I was like, okay, I got to do this. Then I went from creating that product to making hoodies, hats, and um, other things. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, I like, you know, like the the lane that I'm going in, but Mm -hmm. I still didn't understand a lot of things. Like I had to understand like fabric and a lot of things Mm -hmm. as I progressed. Yeah. And um, it didn't hit me that I was a actual business owner until, I mean, I did the, after like my first year, I did the legal paperwork, I think like a year or two after that. Mm. But it didn't hit me until I started really getting out there as yeah. far as like the brand. And um, it didn't hit me until then. And I was like, wow, like, this is really what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I really own something. Like, yeah. my name is next to an establishment. Yeah. And it says my name and, you know, where I reside and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, this is this is a great feeling. And the more I kept doing it, it made me not just a leader, but a stronger leader. Yeah. You know, so I was like, wow, you know. And it's like now I'm to the point where... I could be walking the street and, you know, people, like, they'll see the clothes and then they'll be like, like wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I see the soup paint? Like, yeah. hold on. Like, you know. And it's like, you know, it's a great feeling mm-hmm. and it's, it's a humbling feeling at that, you yeah. know, because 
it's like, wow, like I'm really on the other side of the fence. And, Mm -hmm. you know, me being on the other side of the fence, I I try to not make myself feel as much as success that I have. I try to not make myself feel like I'm above people, you know, like even though like me being the CEO or the boss or whatever, People call me, like, you know, that work with me. They're like, all right, boss. You yeah. know, like, it feels oh, good. Sometimes I'm not even used to it. I'm just I like, who you calling boss? I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just your friend. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, me and but you know, it feels good, but it's um, it, it's a humbling feeling because, yeah. like, it's like, wow, you know, like, I'm really, like, a boss, you know? Yeah. And But the way I construct my business is... We're all family, mm, you know, as yes. far as, like, my business. Like, my models, I have a brand ambassador program that I have over 10 models. Mm. Before starting my brand, I had to hustle and look for models every photo shoot. Yeah. Now, I have them all in one place where I can just be like, oh, I'm doing this. Boom. Mm. Sometimes they all come. Sometimes I might have five. Sometimes I might have three. Yeah. But... You have something in place, though. Exactly, you mm. know. So, it's just... Having them is like, it's we we create that like that family bond like you know and that's something that I always wanted to create because I look up to you know like people like like Nipsey, mm. I look up to people like Nipsey and I see how he conducted his business, yeah. how he was family oriented. Shout out to Nipsey with the facts, you know. I look how he was um family oriented with his business and it wasn't like it was it was work to them you know like it was. This is this is fun, yeah, you know. Like yeah. this is what we do, you yeah. know. I think of like the mafia, like yo, you're part of the family now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, part of the family you know. now. Yeah. Nobody questions the family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you know. But that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. And then, like, also because, like, to elaborate on, like, because mm-hmm. you said there's different apparels of it. Like, how yeah. how, how much of different apparels is, and then also do you hope to expand to more different creative uh, apparel uh-huh. ideas? <sighs> Apparel, there's just a lot. I can't even count it. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right, so some like the, the 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 more I guess essential common ones that people kind of like okay. uh, um, uh, get or buy. You have um. Well, I have I have hats. Okay, what kind of hats? Um, like dad hats. Um, okay. I like trucker dad hats. hats. Yeah, <laughs> I have dad hats, trucker hats. Um, okay. five panel hats, like the military looking hats. Oh, okay, I have those. Um. I have bucket hats. Yeah, I like bucket hats too. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Uh, damn, it's a lot. That's <laughs> just good. Well, like because um, you have the, the shirts. Yeah, I have shirts. The hoodies. I have shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts. Uh, um, the, what about the, the pants? Where like I have joggers. Okay. I have. I have sweatsuits too. Um, okay. And um, any like sneakers? <laughs> not yet, not yet, hey, not yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> you know, you might just like you know. Cause I know, like yeah. when it comes to like uh, sneaker street art, you know, people have been like yeah. uh, painting or, or, yeah, or exactly. designing uh, mm-hmm. uh, art. So I could kind of envision that. You know, yeah, what I'm saying. So hopefully, nobody steals your idea. You I know, know yeah. but like you know, that's what I was thinking about. But you know, to, just to have that variate the whole those varieties yeah. of things is like mm-hmm. that's pretty dope because yeah. it's just like. Even to, to check the expense of having to yeah. manage all those things. It's mm-hmm. like, yo. Because yeah. I remember when I tried to do some prototypes. I, for something, I was just like, man, I'm going to start with a 
t-shirt, man. <laughs> I don't know if I spent too much on that. But yeah. uh, to see that you have that much variety and then people yeah. have that option, it's just like, yo, it's just like you're going to a clothing mm-hmm. store, but yeah, like exactly. online, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like, yo, I got my options. It's catering mm-hmm. more to kids, it's catering to adults as well. So it's yeah. not really so limited or confined. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty dope that you have that as well. That's true. So um, before we're about to close up, uh, final two, uh, uh, I can say a final two question, but maybe mm-hmm. it depends how it goes. So what do you see in the future uh, as your goals? You know, you, you can reveal some things that you only you feel comfortable with. So nobody can, you <laughs> know, it's up to you. But like, what do you see as your future goals for for any soup clothing, any soup clothing? Um, future goals. Um, yeah, I'll say. Um, I'll say I'll probably tap more into like technology. Yeah, because. We're in a technology era, yep. So I'll probably take tap more into technology, um, because I also have a, a business card. It's not a regular business card though; it's a business card that uh, you have to scan it. Hey. You know, like yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it, like it has like one of those like barcode kind of things, like QR codes, I think. I think. Or is it something different? It's, it's not even that, you know. Oh, like, it's, it's different. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about the next levels. I don't know about that, you know. Uh, you know? Stay tuned for that. Yeah. So it's a, a business card. It has um my logo on it. And yeah. it's um all you have to do is, you know, a lot of those um cards that's with the QR codes, and you have to open your camera and scan yeah. it. But the card I have is different. It's... Mm. um. All you have to do is just basically put your phone on and you put it underneath the, and the phone all, and oh, it, it pops up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I got, I'm going to have to see one of these yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Because so, I, I like, I've I seen that uh, idea with like, uh, I think, I think it's something new that's transitioning, if I'm not mistaken, with mm-hmm. like uh, credits or bank cards as well. Mm-hmm. If I maybe I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. like you know, just scanning behind the thing instead of like people having to like you know, because people are very simple. They just want to yeah. get straight to the point. But exactly. to have something like that on a business card, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> props to you, bro. Props <laughs> to you, man. I never would have yeah. thought of that. I never would have thought of that. that. No, so 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 if they they scan it, what would it like? Link it, to? it goes um, it goes directly to my um my website. Okay, but it's. I can connect the the um I can connect it to anything if I want to, you know, like if mm. I wanted to go directly to my um Instagram, I could do that. If yeah. I want to go directly to my phone, yeah. um contact, it can do that also. But it's whatever I want to connect it to, that's mm. what it goes to. Okay. But I wanna tap more into like technology as far as that because Going back to Nipsey, you know, yeah. like I got the idea from him mm. with the the technology aspect because yeah. um he had clothing that had um he had his uh you scanned the, the, the logo the ta- I think the tag or something in the yeah back the tag of it? or the logo yeah yeah, yeah I seen that yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah that's that's, that's, yeah, that's clever next level yeah so that's how when I I seen the idea because it was like probably like probably like a year or two ago mm-hmm. and I was looking for um somebody that do business cards. Yeah. So this guy presented these business cards, but they wasn't out there like how they're out there now. Yeah. And it was a technology like electronic um business card. So I was yeah. like, wait, this is next level, son. I was like, nobody else is doing this right yeah. now. So I um I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna get the business card. Yeah. So then I got the card from him, and then it was just the rest was just history. And then it's like it's so crazy that 
Now mm-hmm. I see a lot of companies coming out with cards like that. Yeah. And I was like, it feels good because I've been tapped into this like years mm. ago, you know. So it's yeah, technology is basically the future. And it's like I want to do more things as far as like technology wise that's okay. incorporated into the brand, you know. Okay, okay. And the last thing uh I like to call this um a dose of reality. Gotcha. So there's a the ending segment where you you know, provide a dose, which means like a harsh mm-hmm. truth or a reality of the situation, especially mm-hmm. you being a brand, an art owner of mm-hmm. any Supe. Uh, what would you provide uh, a harsh reality or dose of reality to mm-hmm. those, uh, especially being a black owner, you know, trying to push for a unity and community in their art form and their style? Um, I'll basically tell them like, just, just be yourself, you know, like yeah. don't, try to follow trends or like follow the things that other people are doing just yeah. be true to who you are and um make your your vision you know like make a statement out of that and mm-hmm. like you know make people fall in love with what you're doing mm-hmm. instead of you trying to get attention from them and yeah. it's like you know you're trying to get them to wear your stuff like you're or forcing whether it. yeah so it's oh, like huh. you know make them fall in love with your vision or your um your mission yeah. and just just be overall just being yourself you know like yeah. you got to be yourself and um just be creative um like be real mm-hmm be humble, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, that's that's yeah. basically about yeah, it. That's, that's a good dose of reality. Yeah, yeah you heard it from him, <laughs> you know, Rob. But yeah. um, yeah, this this concludes you know this uh, episode of the Black Pill Podcast. Mm. You know, what I'm saying if you want to follow us, you know, follow us at the Black Pill Society. You know, follow our links. You know, this mm. also we have a Patreon that go support us. You know, what I'm saying this episode is going to drop Monday. You get all. Mm access to early access to a lot of exclusive content on our patreon uh, as well as this episode on the monday when it drops or you mm-hmm. can wait uh friday when it officially drops next week mm-hmm. friday as well so make sure you follow us at the black pill society for more content like this and mm-hmm. also where can they follow you um they can follow me at um anisupe clothing official it's spelled a-n-i-s-u-p-e clothing official mm-hmm. and um on Facebook, you could follow me at um, Rob James for my personal and um, for the business page. It's Anasupe Clothing and Twitter. Hey, you have Anasupe Clothing, and my website is AnasupeClothingOfficial.com. Hey, don't don't make sure you follow yeah. support this brother, man. I'm you know, I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna cop a, one of your clothing as well as a support. You. you know what I'm saying? You know, because you gotta keep pushing, man. And yeah. To see that that the, for all the content and things that you're doing to branch out, not only just for kids and uh, adults as well, but for all different types of races and, and, and cultures as well. From you know, not just the U.S. but more broader yeah. as well. So you know, much much successes to you, bro. Appreciate you know what I'm saying? You. Keep keep doing the thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that concludes this episode. If you wanna follow me, I'm your host. Uh, D-O-B-J at T-H-E-O-B-I-J-A-Y you know uh, keep the content going you know what I'm saying keep the conversation going you know tell us your thoughts about fashion and how it's been progressing especially with you know technology and then you know people are just trying to adapt to times as well so yeah and that concludes this episode and I hope you have a good night deuces that was dope